Warning. What you're about to experience may get offensive, sexual and orgasmic. Relax, you'll like it when Sapphire's through with you. Pour the wine and press play for Sapphire's Europlay. All right, what is up all my sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? I hope you guys can hear me on the Mixler for sure. And of course, everybody who's watching me on Periscope right now, as you know, um, I was having a little tech issues as usual. You know, that's what your girl does. It has been hot as fuck here in L.A. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Last week, we had to deal with the VMA fuckery. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little distracted. I'm seeing Nikki Hartz get her pussy eaten out by the one and only Cleo Valentine. And unfortunately, I cannot put this on air on Periscope. But um, if you guys have an account with BurningAngel.com, you should definitely check it out. Um, if you are listening on iTunes, please subscribe also to not only my podcast, Sapphire's Airplay, but make sure that you are paying attention and checking out all the wonderful podcasts at Misfits Podcast Network. Okay, that's on iTunes. Um, you can Google it, Misfits Podcast Network, and you can get myself and you can get everybody else. It's great. We got Aaliyah Janine um, and several other stars. I, I can't even tell you because there's so many new additions that are coming to the family, which is awesome. But tonight, I decided to go into something which is close to home, and it's interracial dating, interracial sex. Now, as you may know, um, I've only technically been in one relationship, but throughout all of my dating and, and sexual experiences, I've always been the one to date outside of my race all the time. I'm an equal opportunist. I don't care if you're white, black, Asian, Mexican, um, Taiwanese, Australian. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. If you got a nice penis, you got a nice vagina, and you got a nice personality, we're going to get along just great. We might end up fucking at the end of the night. Who knows? But I do want to talk about interracial dating because something happened to me over the weekend. I didn't tweet about it. Um, those who you know follow me on MySpace, not MySpace, fuck, talk about dark ages. Um, those who follow me on um, Facebook, and it's my private, so I don't really give it out to everybody. But on my Facebook, I did um, pin this out. And I said, you know what? I haven't done an interracial dating episode since I've been fucking in college. It's a lot different now. It's been great. Um, Cobra, congratulations. So um, we have the Periscope tweeters coming on. And Cobra says that he's been in an interracial marriage for 23 years. <laughs> and I know my, my radio bro, Mr. James Acevedo, he also follows... Um, he, you know, the interracial dating fund. So it's nice to know that there are people out there who aren't closed-minded. But then again, you look at society and what's going on today, and you got cops and, you know, just people on the street racially killing each other. You know, it, it's time to, to bring it back to the love. And so I, I want to talk about interracial dating. So over the weekend, it was my homegirl's birthday um, this past week. And so instead of going to Vegas, we decided to go to this nice um, beach area called Paradise Cove. If you're ever in L.A. and if you're ever traveling in Malibu, it's totally worth the trip. It's like you're on your own private beach. Um, you can drink on the beach. You can eat on the beach. They have cabanas and the water is just perfect for surfing. Um, the only downfall is, of course, the crowd is not as mixed as I'd like it to be. But then again, it is Malibu and it is Los Angeles. <laughs> so um, long story short, basically, heavy winds start picking up and, 
you know, it's natural for umbrellas to go down. It's natural for, you know, fucking like, what are those called? The pop-up tents. It's normal for them to blow away on the beach. It's fucking normal. You can tack it down all you want. Shit can happen all the time. So basically, um, my girls and I were in front of this, um, we're in back of this family that has this pop-up tent. And what happened was that their tent started to blow away. And literally, it was like a quick scene out of a movie. I see this thing hurling at my face and I'm like, holy shit, I got one or two options and I'm definitely not trying to die tonight. So I ducked down and it hits um, a guy's umbrella who was right next to us. And instead of playing it cool, this motherfucker had the nerve to like start yelling and screaming, say, you fucking assholes, you fucking ruined my day, fucking ruined my umbrella. Mind you, his umbrella was like slightly torn, okay? I don't know about you, but I try to use shit even after they're torn, okay? Especially if I'm already there, like why am I gonna spend hella money to buy another umbrella? But that's everybody's prerogative. But this motherfucker got so upset that he proceeded to instead of handing a shovel to somebody he he's um he threw the shovel at the family and not only did he throw the shovel he threw the stake to his fucking umbrella and and it almost hit the wife of the family and their child which could have been more than like eight months old newborn baby so he almost hits these people. Then has the nerve to say, you know what? Fuck you assholes. I'm reporting this shit. And it's like, dude, we're getting the tent off of your umbrella. Chill the fuck out. Like, it's going to be all right. And trust me, you'll understand why I'm talking about this tonight. I know this is not a sexy story like I usually have. So anyways, homeboy comes back with like one of the staff members. Okay. And then this is what, ha- this is the kicker. See me. It's very hard to not speak up when I see injustice. Um, I have a big mouth for a reason. And yeah, I could have been like smacked or whatever. But I mean, I didn't get in trouble for the most part. So here's this is where the guy gets a little fucked up. So he starts blaming the family for his umbrella problem. And then he, you know, and the family even offered to buy him a new umbrella, even give him one of his own. He wasn't having it. Then he said, these guys were being irresponsible and how I'm just butting into the conversation. Like, I don't know anything. And I just said, hold up. My head almost got taken off, but you don't see me complaining like a five-year-old kid about a fucking umbrella. I said, the umbrella is fine. And so that's when he interjects and says, shut up, you black bitch shut the fuck up who the fuck are you and not only does he call me a black bitch once he calls it twice then he goes into the referral of you people always seem to make things about you all the fucking time i'm so sick of people like you and i said hold up did you just call me a black bitch who the fuck are you calling me a black bitch and upon the time when he was going for a third jab as saying black bitch and all this i took my glass of champagne Okay, my nice cool champagne, it's like 100 degrees outside, and I decided to let this man cool off, because he needed to cool off. He didn't need any more alcohol, and I wasn't going to waste some orange juice, but damn near, I waste the fucking champagne on him. I need to take a sip. Once again, the area that I'm in in Malibu is very white. Okay, there was maybe like four or five of us. We were like little little chocolate chip dots. It was kind of like, find the black people. Okay, this motherfucker has the nerve to call me a black bitch. Not once, but twice. And I don't like that. Okay, how dare you? 
uh, insult my race. You could have just said, shut up, you woman. You shut up, you bitch. But the fact that you have to put a connotation of a black bitch, that's where it gets racially, it gets, it just gets, you know, racially profiled and it's not good. And I don't like it. Okay. I'm all for saying your opinions, but keep your racial profiling to yourself, okay? Shut the fuck up about it. Enough. It's 2015. You know, I already got enough stigmatisms on me. I'm black. I'm a woman. Um, what else? I'm bisexual. I smoke weed. I drink too much, apparently. I, that's five stigmatisms already, okay? So the, the fact that you're going to add black bitch on it, I'm not having it. I'm not happy. So anyways... I start yelling and screaming. I threw my champagne at him. They're trying to separate us. This man almost comes lunging to me. And I said, oh, so now you want to fight a woman? All right, fine. I'll fucking fuck your shit up. So then I proceeded to say, you know what, motherfucker? You're yelling about like a 99 cent umbrella. How about this? Take your ass down to the cabana and go buy yourself a new one. Or better yet, how about this? Since you're going to call me a black bitch, motherfucker, you're a dickless asshole. You're a racist, dickless asshole. Your woman probably knows that that's why she's not fucking talking. She's probably embarrassed by your fucking racist ass. Then he says, oh, I'm not a racist, you black bitch. And I was like, you know what? I probably make more money uh, um, than you on top of that. You fucking pathetic fat slob. I was like, you know what? You don't need to do this. There are fucking children around. And yes, I did say fucking children as I'm proceeding to justify the fact that there are children in the presence. But you know what? My parents raised me better. All right. Sometimes I'm not supposed to lose my cool, but it was a hot day. I was just trying to enjoy my mimosas and the beach. I just wanted to cool off with my friends, enjoy the views, enjoy, enjoy the view of my friends' titties because my girls look good with their tits. I'm just trying to have a good fucking day after a long fucking week, okay? And this motherfucker is going to ruin it by calling me a black bitch. Look, I'm all for you acknowledging the fact that I'm a black woman, but you do not need to say black bitch. What if I turned around and called you a cracker, okay? What if I turned around and called you a honky, okay? I was so glad to see that in 2015 in Malibu, in a white gentrified place, that white folk actually stood up and clapped for me and stood up for me. Not to mention, they got me a hell of a lot of champagne. Let's just say the Uber ride home was amazing. Not because I was high, but because I was drunk and high off of the fact that I verbally schooled a man on his stupidity. Now, this is where it gets a little crazy. They were trying to kick me out because I threw the man, I threw a champagne. And I said, look, if you were in my situation, Okay, I understand this doesn't look good. I said, but if you put yourself in my shoes for a second, I'm a female, I was just called a bitch. And not only was I called a female, a, a bitch, I was called a black bitch. Okay, those connotations we can't just walk away from. I kind of have to, you know, teach these ignorant assholes. Yes, I was wrong for throwing the champagne. Yes, I was wrong for cursing in front of the children. But when you say things like that you you don't expect uh, anybody to ever just sit there and just take it especially nowadays where you know we're, we're trying to change we're trying to find racial equality but we still can't get that because we have dickless small-minded assholes like this man who can't get their shit together so anyways they're trying to kick me out and I said you know what you don't know me but best believe you will know me as the girl that's about to sue your ass I said, 
my uncle is one of the most powerful attorneys in Malibu. Come fuck with me. Because how is this going to look? White male gets ejected from beach after altercation with black female ejected from beach. What the fuck is that going to look like to you? And the fact that there are, you know, families around who are justifying the fact that I had every right to throw champagne in this fucker's face. Oh, come on. Give me a fucking break. So, of course, they realized the situation. They knew I wasn't playing. And they said, well, ma'am, just calm down. Yeah, we don't let shit slide. That's right. Because they say exactly. And it sounds like this man has said it one too many times and hasn't gotten his ass beat. And he's lucky I didn't throw a bottle at him. He's lucky I didn't shove that champagne bottle up his ass and say, well, who's my bitch? Who's the bitch now? Because I would have made you my fucking bitch on the beach. If there weren't any kids around, I would have made him my bitch. But long story short, you know, after this conversation and overwhelmed by, you know, all of my friends, you know, and even, you know, the strangers that I befriended on the beach, it, it made me realize, you know, if we talk about racial equality and all this, we have gay marriage being passed in all 50 states. And yes, there's even a state that's questioning it on it now. And we have athletes who, you know, marry interracially. But the same, the thing is, is that when it comes to interracial dating, it seems like it still is not accepted in society. It's accepted to a point. Yes, we'll see it on television. But at the same time, you see it in society a lot and a lot of girls, and especially I'm not trying to berate my my black sisters out there, but a lot of us, you know, black females out there, we get mad when a black man goes for a white woman and vice versa. Like, even men approach me on Tinder and stuff, and I'm just like, do you hear the racist bullshit that's coming out your mouth? Like, look, white boys, I love you. Mexican boys, I love you. But if another motherfucker asks me, who? So, uh, do you only fuck black guys? Because I've never been with a black girl, and I just want to know what that booty tastes like and all that. Like, really? Really? Stop it. Stop it. Stop approaching every woman of color and asking them if they've ever fucked a white dude. Okay? It's L.A. We're gentrified. For all you know, half of the black sisters that you might be wanting to fuck with, we've all been mixed with something. Okay? A lot of people don't know this about me, like... I do come from a mixed background. Yes, I'm black, but I'm mixed with a lot of other things. Like, did you guys know I'm part Irish or German or French or Italian or Native American? And not one ounce of me is from Africa. Just saying. But yes, I agree. Whenever you see black, and I'm going to make this point right now. When you see interracial dating on TV, like James said, you always have the black skin, the black skin, light skin chick. And yes, that brings me up to another thing, the brown paper back test. And some people are like, what the fuck does that mean? And in the old days, and even still now, I'm not trying to bring it down. It's very taboo. If a dark skinned woman is standing next to a light skinned woman, they do a brown paper bag and they see who's lighter or darker than the bag and you know you might hear the term oh i only like red bones it they don't like women who are burnt they like their women who are light skin red bone okay not exactly white as my uh glass of wine here on periscope but they like them tanned enough to the point where they can be socially acceptable as other and i agree i love my dark-skinned sisters i'm not that dark But let me tell you, half of the women that I ever go for in the black community, they are darker skinned. And I do date 
around the spectrum. I don't, with me in color, I, I, I accept it all. You know, I don't care, you know. And then there's the whole, like, oh, well, black people fuck better than white people. I fucked some white boys that were fucking me better than any fucking black guy I was with, okay? I'm just saying. And Yankee man, yeah, your, your, your girl is sexy. She, she fine. She fine. I hope she was watching with you because she fine. Don't bring it to L.A. I'm going to fuck your chick. But anyways, you know, interracial dating, it's just, it's still a very taboo subject. Like all of you guys have been agreeing. It is a very, 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 very taboo thing. And even now, like for instance, um, here's an update on Squints. I think Squints and I are, are like dating officially. Um, we had a discussion last night and uh, <laughs> white boys feel it like a treat. It a good fun thing. Yeah, there are some white boys out there that treat us black women as like a treat and not like girlfriend material. But you know, Squints, he's a white boy. Um, I think he's also part Latino. I'm still learning things about him. But he his last his ex wife um was Vietnamese. I mean he he dates all over the spectrum and he loves it. And not once has he ever mentioned the fact like I have a hot black girl on my arm he just he compliments me and he says you know babe you're just so beautiful and I feel like people look at us and they're like what the fuck does that you know do they have in common but I like you he likes me for me and I like that and yeah I, I kind of make fun of our swirl like I compare our tanness but you know I have fun with it but I I have been put in situations where guys that I do have sexual relations with that I was hoping that you know we can make something um more official there have been you know white guys mexican guys that have just treated me like a dessert like ooh, i get some chocolate tonight like really i don't like that or like guys any guy who ever comes up to me like really the first thing you want to do is grab my booty like really you got to grab my booty oh wife is cuban and my wife girlfriend is oh so you be getting that mix your girlfriend be dabbling Seems like I need to come fuck with you, Crowbra. You can get some uh, Bayesian, Cuban Bayesian and a little blackness in it. Let's do it, baby. But seriously, um, I'm sick and tired of these stereotypes like where people assume because you're in a white and black relationship, you know, you couldn't find anything better. I think that's one of the worst lines anybody can ever say. Oh, like, we're not good for you. Oh, you can't stick with your own kind. What happened to, you know... Our black men are in jail. That's another comment I can't stand. Why are you going to put down your own race? Okay, if the girl found love or a guy found love in someone outside of your race, fucking own it. Fucking be proud of it. Stop beating down somebody because they married a white man or they married a Mexican man or they married a Filipino. And for the record, guys and girls, not all Asians have small penises and not all black guys have big black dicks and not all white guys are small and, and uh, uncovered. Hey, yes, you are going to get me on your station. That's right, baby. It's going to happen. But, you know, I've seen, I've been, I've experienced different races and I could tell you, I don't know who kisses better. I've had White girls, white guys, black guys, white uh, black girls. I don't know who kisses better. I feel honestly, every race kisses the same. Or maybe they just follow my lead. Or maybe I'm just a really damn good kisser and I'm full of shit. 
but I've kissed people where their mouths just can't open and it doesn't matter if they have full lips. It doesn't matter if they have small lips. If you can't open your mouth and kiss, I'm sorry. We, we just can't. If I don't feel like any sexual attraction to kissing you, it's just not going to happen. Shit is not cute. It's not cute at all. But that's just me. And I want to know if you, you know, give me those hearts. If you've ever been in an interracial relationship or fuck shit. Okay, it's not all about interracial dating. I'm just saying, you know, it's a, it's an eye-catching subject for people. People like to talk about, oh, I love being in the swirl. I love, I love me some chocolate swirl. I love me some, some caramel. You guys are funny. But going on, I'm going to give you guys some tips as to why interracial dating is the best. And I'm going to tell you the first one confidence okay the fact that most people who choose to date outside their race are already stepping out of their comfort zone and what i mean by their comfort zone you know you might be raised in a family that's not as mixed as other families you might be raised in a cuban household and you know everybody in your your family is married to a cuban man or a cuban female or a black female and a black man you know, so the fact that you're stepping out of your comfort zone originally, your social comfort zone, not even just your your racial comfort zone, but your social comfort zone. You might only have black friends and you hang out with just solely black friends, not because you choose to. It's just the fact that, you know, it, it's normal in a social environment. Most people either go to their own race to befriend them or they're just going to stick to what they know. OK, so I guess that means the same thing. Sorry. Um, another thing. You can be wildly and overly passionate, not saying that people who are in, you know, same racial relationships don't have the same wild fire and passion, but it's it's something different. And I don't know if it's because it's the taboo, because you don't know the situation of the of your partner. Maybe your partner comes from a background where they're like, look, you cannot date anyone else but a Jewish man or Jewish female. But seriously. You know, and I agree with you, um, you guys, I, I 100% agree with you. I do come from a, an island family, mixed hair color, mixed races. I mean, I'll say this. An interesting social um, thing I have witnessed on my mom's side of the family. I am the only one who is of pure black. I'm not saying African-American, but pure, just natively black. Um, heritage minus the fact that I have some European blood in me but everyone else in my family has married a, ca a Caucasian male or a Caucasian female um, Christian Lutheran Jewish and um, Catholic so a lot of my cousins if you guys have seen pictures of me posting pictures of my cousins on Instagram you'll notice a lot of my family is white on my mom's side and on my dad's side it's purely like black and maybe one or two interracial couples and shout out to my cousin who's getting married next month that is some some caucasian black swirly mixed in love i love it it's they're such a beautiful couple um but yeah, it, it's very interesting. So I also I feel like because of my background and growing up in a very mixed family, I had to learn differently when it came to racing, you know, races. My parents never told me I have to marry my own kind. They said, you know what? You can marry and date who you want as long as they treat you right. That's it. Yeah, it was kind of hard in the beginning to come to terms with the fact that I was bisexual. But now it's like I could joke around and say, hey, 
I get more play than such and such. And my dad's like, yeah, you get it on both spectrums, don't you? She fine, though, all the time. I get it all the time, and I love it. So, you know, that's why I also say it's that wildness because of the fact that you are going out of your own comfort zone, your own taboo. That's what makes it more wild and free. So you got the confidence, you got the wild love, and you might be able to turn a few heads. <laughs> yes, I am the UN of fucking. I'm the UN of a lot of things. But, you know, also when it comes to interracial dating being so great, you're going to turn a few heads. Not because you're just a beautiful couple. It's just you might be a couple out there that people aren't used to seeing. Like the um, a couple weeks ago, I was at this restaurant and I saw this beautiful couple. It was a white man and a woman who I thought was Puerto Rican, but she was actually Taiwanese. <laughs> Taiwanese and Indian and I mean like not Indian um Native American indigenous Indian whatever you want to call it and it was a beautiful mixture and their their child is gorgeous and I know that a lot of interracial couples hate when people bring up the fact like oh my god like you're gonna have such beautiful babies well you're gonna have a beautiful baby regardless put it that way your baby's gonna be beautiful regardless because you're in love with that person and love brings out the beauty in a baby yeah, this girl was fine as fuck. I had, it was to the point where, and you know me, I'm not afraid to like go up to somebody, but I said, you guys are a beautiful couple, but I gotta say, your girl is so fucking fine. What ethnicity are you? And they started laughing. They're like, wow, we've never had that kind of question. But, uh, you know, they started talking and, you know, it, it, it's nice to get to know couples that are in an interracial relationship and they're, you know, they're easy to confront. Yeah, there's a lot of interracial couples out there that might be close minded because of the fact that there are people that are always stigmatizing their relationship. Like we said, you turn on the TV and half of the time, if you see an interracial couple, it's usually a white man and a black female. Okay, it's very rare that you turn on the TV besides watching like um, Life with Mindy, I think, and seeing a white man in love with really an Indian, an Indian woman. Okay. Aw, thank you, James. Thank you, baby. Hi, T. Brown. I was waiting for you, baby. But um, seriously, more interracial stuff, why it's so fun. You get to learn a, and learn to laugh a little. Okay. I've done it before in my, I was in an interracial, uh, female to female relationship. My ex was, um, Turkish and her family didn't like the fact that she was dating me. And I think that was also, it led to one of the reasons why her and I could not be together, um, was solely the fact because my, I was black and, you know, they wanted their daughter not to be gay. They didn't want their daughter to be dating anybody outside the Muslim culture let alone out of the Turkish culture. So, you know, we would joke around and I would, you know, say have my babies. Like, we'd have blurkish babies, black Turkish babies. I don't know what kind of religion we were going to bring them up on, but, you know, I, I'd laugh. And I'd say, you know what, you're going to have my seed. Like, I'm going to have your your eggs and my eggs and we're going to make blurkish babies with your, your Turkish guy friend. So, you know. It, you got to learn how to laugh in this situation. Even when I'm fucking white guys now, I mean, yeah, once in a while it might turn me on that a guy might say like, oh, do you see my my white thick cock going inside your big black pussy? Oh, don't you like this swirl, baby? Like, you know, it's, it's kind of different. It just depends upon how you're going to say it. But you got to learn how to laugh a little because otherwise you're going to be fucked in an interracial relationship. If you can't make like a simple funny kind of like racial joke that you wouldn't 
your significant other can enjoy. I think it's just you're you're doomed from the beginning. Um, Yankee Man says, yeah, there are some racial backgrounds who are very strict to only date their own kind. Yeah. And, you know, we're always going to deal with that. It's in, when it comes down to it, I feel like as we go grow older the millennials yeah we're gonna start to learn okay maybe we don't have to keep up with the social norms maybe we don't have to keep up with the cultural um version of marriage and i that's what i do look forward to with millennials and people are like who the fuck are the millennials millennials are babies who were born like myself during the 80s on up um and a lot of people can't understand and they get annoyed by the fact about millennials. But the thing is, millennials are going to grow intelligent, more intelligent, more open sexually and um, socially. And see, there you go. New Zealand, Samoan. Samoans are great lovers. I will say that. They can be a little rough, but oof, that rough sex be coming in handy. So, you know, when it comes to the interracial dating, you've got to think about all the social norms. And you're going to, like I said, you're going to have to learn how to laugh a little Okay, you're going to love the point of view that you have. I feel like once you cross the line into interracial dating, it kind of opens your eyes more and you don't have to worry about um, questioning sometimes your own racial motivation. Um, and when I be my racial motivation is that the fact that you don't have to worry about at the end of the day, am I considered a racist because I've never fucked this race? You're not racist. Okay, everybody has their own dating preferences and that's it. Don't worry, the sexy part is coming up. <laughs> Here's another one. Um, you're going to see an increase in options. Once you open yourself into the racial dating realm, you're going to see exactly, you're going to see the world differently. You're going to see people differently. You're going to see people for what they are inside and not what they are in the outside. Um, I'm starting to be that now. Do I still classify myself as bisexual? Yes, but I also find myself um, growing to be more queer and being loving on what's inside a person and not necessarily what's outside. But I mean, things change over time. This also gives a new meaning to family. And, and, and what I mean by family is the fact that you might be that only interracial couple in, that entire, in your entire family on both sides. But what you will be doing, and if you, you know go on further into the relationship and go into marriage and start having children, you get to start a new legacy. You know, you get to bring more openness because let's face it, not everybody in your family is going, is going to be, you know, as open people struggle with it all the time. doesn't matter your racial background. doesn't matter by your sexual preference. Families are always not going to see eye to eye. Okay. And, and, you know, Commander Cobra says, my wife is pansexual and life is more fun and creative. I agree. Once you start opening that door, I feel like you can be creative. You don't have to limit yourself. You don't have to feel like, oh, well, maybe she only likes it from doggy because she's only been with black guys. Or maybe, you know, she doesn't like I've been with black guys that absolutely do not like to eat pussy. I've been with Asian guys that love to eat pussy but don't really like to fuck me from behind i had a mexican guy that rather eat my ass and uh, before i wasn't into anal play so he said i just rather eat your ass and fuck your pussy but i don't want to eat your pussy that's just not how i roll so i mean you know you start opening up these experiences i'm watching the dodger game at the same time i'm really pissed um but seriously it opens up a new realm and like i said the sex can be oh fucking amazing oh 
fucking amazing. I fucking love it. Excuse me. Last but not least, who said anything about taboo? Have we all talked about a taboo? Yes, we have. Fuck the Cubs. Fuck the Cubs. Okay. According to um, YourTango.com, they said public opinion on interracial dating has changed wildly throughout the last few decades. Now over 8% of all new marriages are interracial and Americans are overwhelmingly approving interracial pairings. I have to disagree and agree at the same time. I feel like society is slowly but surely accepting an interracial couple, but I feel like the bigger the prominence it is, like for instance, if they're in the White House, um, we have yet to see an interracial couple be married in the White House. Think about that. Um, a lot of Hollywood couples, you see negative flags sometimes the minute when, like, Robert Pattinson broke up with Kristen Stewart and now is with FKA Twigs. And people are like, who the fuck is this black chick? Like, what is she? Oh, come on. Oh, Shells, are you fucking watching this? Oh, my God. Now my friend texted me and said, go Angels, no Royals, fuck the Royals, what the, f girl, you need to get yourself a new team, Royals ain't shit, aw, oh, fuck me, oh, fuck, catch that ball, yes, that's right, baby, bottom of the fifth, they're at two and one, ha, Sapphire commentates, see, I can multitask, and I was watching porn earlier, what, gonna kill me, but I think it's time for that sexy break. And then, of course, we're going to have fun with our Days, Sex, and Confused news. Um, our sexy break is going to be two songs long, two new songs, actually. Um, we got Princess Naya's um, album. And the name of the song that you're first going to listen to is called Business Lady. All right? Don't nobody go nowhere. We're going to be right back. Lots of sexy, fun stuff coming up. I got more interracial fun. And, of course, I got an interesting, interesting motherfucking list for the day sex and confused um for all my periscopers just take a look at this picture and tell me what you see what can this motherfucker be caught doing okay just take a look at that while we do our fun all right you are listening to the one and only ms radio sapphire on sapphire's airplay on both the misfits podcast network uh, and also on itunes and podomatic thank you and support all right, you're listening to the new song straight from her EP, Miss Princess Naya, Beautiful Lady. And the um, EP, I'm sorry, I'm, I have not pulled it up yet. The EP is called Royalty, and you can pick it up now wherever um, you do your musical downloads. Princess Naya, N-Y-A-H. She's my new lady crush for, hey, woman crush Wednesday. But enjoy the tunes, and we'll be right back after this double sexy break. All right, we are back, baby. All right, that last song that you were hearing was the new Tinashe, my other woman crush, and young thug. It's called Potty Favors, and you were listening to Princess Naya, business lady. I hope you guys are enjoying the show as much as I do. Now, um, for all of those who are listening on Mixler, and you're like, what the fuck happens during sexy break? You just got to add, um, you got to add me. You, you just got to fucking add me. Baby, you got to add me on Periscope, Ms. Radio Sapphire. You got to participate because what we do is a game called Chug It or Shoot It. So during the sexy breaks, thus that's why we have two back-to-back um, -back sexy breaks. I either chug a glass of wine or I take shots. And tonight I took two shots of Fireball, took a couple of hits of my good old vape. I'm going to feel good, baby. Yeah, everybody's like, 
We on Periscope. We see it all. Yeah, you see it all, baby. Okay, the only thing you don't see is me on the toilet, but you'll see me do everything else. Oh, and I got to say, shout out to my girl, Christina Rose, on Snapchat. Uh, Christina Rose is a porn star. She also does a show at Vivid Radio, and y'all want to, like, crack the fuck up. I don't know if you can, like, you might want to ask her maybe to follow her on Snapchat, but it's fucking hilarious. Uh, My boy and I, we were watching it last night, and he was like, babe, I just want to smoke her out. Like, I just want to smoke with her and smoke her out, and then you can do whatever. Yeah. So, quick squints update. It's like I said, squints and I, I think we're exclusive now. Um, But it's cool, though. I could still mess with the ladies. Yeah. I can mess with the ladies. Uh, uh. But he said I'm, like, the only chick that he's fucking. And he's, at the p- this point, the only guy I'm fucking, but he's not the only girl. Um, Also... If you guys did not, I don't know where the fuck you guys were at on my, um, on Periscope last Wednesday, but y'all missed out. I know James saw it playing a little instigator and a couple people. Oh, I want to come down to Miami for show. I would love, I love Miami. I had one of my first orgies in Miami, actually, just saying. But, um, I was hanging out with Chanel Hart and Yasmin De Leon at the Giants and Dodgers game. And it was hilarious because Chanel is not even a fan of Dodgers or the Giants, but her ass was periscoping the entire game. And let's just say, um, Chanel might be my new woman crush. And y'all can tweet her. Y'all, y'all should just tweet her, I think. And maybe just let her know that Sapphire might have to make a last minute like woman crush runs day and make you know Chanel her woman crush because I'm trying to get up in that yeah Chanel is fucking hot um yeah she she was she got a little a little close on my neck and I was just like oh lord you gonna try to make this on girl day number two like okay but no I I respect them I love my girls in the industry um, will I have sex with any of them? No, I'll probably be doing just what you do, uh, masturbate material. I will say, uh, as soon as I got home that night, I masturbated myself. <laughs> uh, she wants to taste some, some sapphire. I will say this. I definitely masturbated that night to Chanel Hart and um, Anna Fox in the scene, I think it was. Yeah. No, it was Misty Stone in Chanel Hart. And I was just like, I just wanted to hear how she moans because I've never seen a Chanel Hart porn. So I was just like, oh, I want to hear how she moans with girls and how she is. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Something could happen. I hope she's not watching. It would be hilarious if she's watching right now. Okay, good. She's on. Thank God. But um, no, Chanel Hart and Yasmin De Leon, um, I love them. They're the best. Hi, sweet pea. You're late to the party, baby. Oh, Misty is mad cool. I love Misty. Um, I was supposed to see her on Monday, actually. She invited me to a barbecue, but I was with my family, so I need to call her. I'll probably text her right now and uh, go hang out with her. But I don't know if we should get into some more interracial relationship talk or should we go into the uh, days, sex, and confused? Oh, baby, you're fine. You know what, fuck it. We're going to go into the days, sex, and confused news because... You know I like my shit. Oh, fuck. Where did it go? <laughs> no, Missy be showing love to everybody. Honestly, it's like... It's hard to say who I'm mad cool with in the industry. Um, because I don't see them as just, like, girls that fuck on... And I know I'm going on a tangent. But um, I really do have mad love for the girls in the industry. Um, last night, I saw um, Julia Ann at 
porn star karaoke with Nikki, um, Nikki Hunter, um, Tessa Lane, um, who else was there? Uh, Mo the Monster, Isaiah Maxwell. Fuck, there was a lot of people, but it's just like, it, it was so good. Like, I, I'm really embracing um, the friends that I've met in the porn industry. And, you know, they, they genuinely do give a shit about me. And I, I, I love them for that, you know, and for them to invite me over. And, you know, who also I, I really have grown fond to love is Joanna Angel, who I produce her show on Vivid on Tuesdays. Um, the Burning Angel, you guys need to just check out BurningAngel.com, especially if you like girls in tattoos and piercings and that alternative look. Um, I love Joanna. I didn't realize I had so much in common with her, but um, she doesn't know this yet, but I might have a hookup for her for the Janet Jackson concert. But I'm really excited because, like, I really want to hang out with her, and I know she's a busy girl doing her thing, but I always like to support the Burning Angel fam, and I have to say, it's really nice. Even my girl, Chloe Amore, she's doing it big, and I remember when Chloe was just barely starting out, and now she's just blown up, and I love my girls. <sighs> I want to get tatted so bad. I want a tattoo, but it's just, I don't know if I want it on my shoulders. I'm still, like, working on my body, so I don't know if I'm going to do it on my shoulders or if I'm just going to do it like half a sleeve on my fucking arm. That's awesome. Oh, you should have called Tanya and, 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 um, Joanna on it. All right, everybody, it's time for the day sex and confused news. I can see myself getting lost in a uh, tangent. So here we go. Dazed. Dazed, sexed, confused. All right, everybody. Ooh! I hear noise. <laughs> All right, so we are back. Sapphire's here play. It's time for the day, sex, and confused news. Okay, so um, before the sexy break, I did show a very interesting picture of a man who looks very cracked out of his mind. And, of course, wherever, where else could it be? No other than Florida. All right? So a Florida man faces indecent exposure charges after allegedly exposing his own hot dog to the home of the Whopper. That's right. This motherfucker showed his dick at fucking Burger King. They said Jefferson King, age 33, ha, he said, it's my own place because it's named after me. I'm Burger, I'm Jefferson King, and this is Burger King, and I'm going to whack off. So Jefferson King was arrested um, last Thursday after a customer at a West Palms Beach Burger King reportedly saw him playing with his sex organs at a seat near the restrooms. The woman said that when she asked him what he was doing, he replied, what? I'm playing with my penis. At least he was honest. The woman then complained to a manager who asked Mr. King to leave. However, King allegedly refused to move from his seat and kept playing with his dick. According to Breaking911.com, yeah, he did have it his own way. <laughs> Officers were called to the scene. When they questioned King, they claimed he said he had done nothing wrong, according to um, Palm Beach Post. King was taken to the Palm Beach County Jail, booked on one count of indecent exposure. He was then released last Friday after posting a $1,000 bail, but not before posting a very memorable shot, uh, mugshot. And he's the only mugshot that I caught. But look at that mugshot. Everybody on Periscope is watching it. 
Um, how can I describe it? He's a black male. He looks like he's coked out of his mind. Um, I can't tell if he's cross-eyed or he made his eyes look cross-eyed. He's clean-shaven, and he has a semi-bald head with some nappiness. I guess masturbation gives it a whole different meaning. But seriously, he did take the slogan, you can have it your way and, and masturbate in a uh, Burger King. What was he masturbating about? That's what I want to know. Was he masturbating about like a big, uh, what, what's one of their burgers? Their chicken sandwiches or the fact that they got new chicken fries that are like hot and, and, and tasty. Maybe he was saying, oh shit, I can't wait to eat my burger with onions, lots of onions. Oh yeah, baby, give it that onion and the extra, oh man. Did he come? That's what I want to know. Did they let the man come? I feel like, yeah, living the Vida Coca, that's right. But then again, cocaine is a hell of a drug, but I have never heard somebody just like so coked out of their mind they're masturbating at a Carl's Jr. Like seriously, what about uh, Burger King <laughs> that flame boils on? That's right. I, I just want to know what turned him on so much? What turned him on so much about Burger King? Why Burger King? And did they let you finish? I feel like police, if you're a police officer watching or listening to this show right now, Police officers, I think you should just let the man finish before you arrest them. At least let them come before arresting them. Have you ever tried, have you ever been sexually frustrated after somebody like really stops you in the middle of masturbation? Like, I know this. I, I get very angry, okay? Some people call it, you know, women call it hangry when you're hungry and, and angry. But how about this? I'm horngry. I'm hornigree, hornigree, hornigree. There we go, hornigree. Don't interrupt me if I'm masturbating. If I don't pick up my phone the first time, it's probably because I was masturbating or on air. Those are the only two reasons. Or I might be at the gym. But seriously, don't interrupt a sapphire when she's masturbating because you will get the tail end of it. Oh my God, this tail. Oh my God, there is a a um a sandwich commercial on Dunkin' Donuts that looked good. I must be high. Okay. But seriously, don't interrupt somebody while they're masturbating. I think you should arrest them after. Maybe he thought In-N-Out Burger. Maybe. But he was in Florida, and In-N-Out only is in L.A. That's the only thing. And if you guys have never been to In-N-Out Burger, you need to go to In-N-Out Burger. But I heard apparently some burger shack or burger joint in Texas is really good, too. I don't know. And fuck White Castle. That shit tastes like shit. Okay? I'd rather eat the shit out of the box than going to the actual place again. That shit is nasty. I don't know what Chicagoans are thinking about. Mm -mm. Nasty. Um, here's another thing. For all the weird people, are you a weird person like me? Here we go. According to a new study in the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin, side note, you know your girls uh, study psychology in three different aspects? Black psychology, yes, there was such a course. Um, regular psychology and sexual psychology. That means I can technically get in your ed. Just saying. Okay, so being nonconformist, or as, as smart people say, weird, makes you more attractive to the opposite gender. I do find this as being true. Researchers had had a bunch of people check out their dating sites and essentially pick out who they'd like to bone. Then they also asked them to describe their ideal partners and picture dates with people they just met. They found out that both men and women preferred a partner who didn't conform, whether, though, uh, whether through clothing, life choices, or general options. 
According to Metro.com, the research says that this goes to show that the old stereotype is of what men like is the submissive girl next door type just isn't true. They're now urging women to let their freak flag fly a bit. This study shows that lead author says, I'm intrigued by the notion of girls night out and how many women feel as though they can be unguarded without men around. More relaxed, more cross, more honest, and more funny. And I keep thinking, why are you keeping these good things to yourself? Men would love it. We're curious to see what exactly their definition of normal is. But but whatever, let's get weird. I agree. Um, if this is TMI and I might be one of your women crush, you might be like masturbating to the fact I posted up a picture of me in not a bikini. I was just in a very low cut one piece. I don't like two pieces at all. I just, I don't like bikinis at all. I love one pieces and I like classic pinup pics of that. Um, here's a weird habit of mine. I fart and I love farting. Okay. I'm sorry. I love to fart. And like I said, squints <laughs> and I just lost the listener. <laughs> I love to fart, but seriously, I will, um, fart in front of you like it was a handshake i will do it like if someone says yo sapphire fart okay <clears throat> i'll do it hell i even came up with the concept of vivid radio i said you know what we should do on april fool's day we should have just flagellancy and burping to jerk you guys off just saying there's a niche for people that like to see men fart and and belch that like to see women fart and belch why not i'm weird <laughs> Yankee man says, I like to fart like a motherfucker when I wake up every day. Commander Cobra, true. I love women that are freak. I've been one by, yeah, see? If your woman's freaky, I'm sorry. For any lady out there that's like, oh my God, I totally do not fart. You're full of shit. Literally, you're full of shit. Okay? You probably fart in front of your girls during ladies night and go like, oh my God, she totally farted. Like my friends know when I fart because... I'll give it to him like loud and then I'll give it to him silently. I'm, I'm that fucked up bitch. I will fart in front of my girlfriends and let them guess whose fart it was. Just flat out. This motherfucker trying to call me. I'm trying to do a show and shit. Uh-uh, ain't happening. But seriously, I love to fart. I love a good farting. Okay? So men, it's okay. If you fart in front of me, it's fine. I got aerosol. It's okay. The only thing you cannot do is not take a shower. That's my pet peeve. Motherfuckers that don't know how to shower and wash their dick and vagina, sorry, get the fuck out of my house. Speaking of vagina, a drug suspect hides a loaded gun in her vagina. I've heard of weird things being put up a vagina. I've heard drugs being put up a vagina. I've heard of a girl putting a water bottle full of uh, vodka in her vagina. That's a powerful pussy. Um, I've heard of a girl putting an old, a fucking Rolex in her vagina, but never once have I heard a loaded gun. This is bullshit. Hey, um, Crowbra, you can just send those photos to Ms. Radio Sapphire. He said his wife likes to play uh, Xbox butt naked with flushed flakes. Next time she does it, take a picture, send it to Ms. Radio Sapphire on Twitter. Just saying. I'll rate your wife. If you think your wife is hot, send me pictures of your wife and I will talk about your wife. And I'll make her my woman crush if she's hot. I'm serious. I will find some beautiful shit on your woman. Send it. Sapphiresearplay at gmail.com. I expect to see pictures of your wife. Okay? Just saying. I expect to see pictures of your wife. So, anyways, drug suspect hides loaded gun in vagina. 
A suspect in Texas, in a Texas drug bust, also faces a charge of unlawful carrying, um, though she admitted to concealing and to holding a conceited, uh, and con- oh my God, uh, fucking, I can't read because I'm, I'm kind of drunk. A suspect in a Texas drug bust also faces charge of unlawful carry after she admitted to concealing a loaded handgun in her vagina. Of course, this is in Waco, Texas. Waco police stopped driver Gabrielle or Gabriel Garcia, age 30, around 11 p.m. on Monday for a traffic violation near elementary school. Motherfuckers. When officers searched his car, they found 2.7 grams of methamphetamine under the driver's seat and an additional 29.5 grams of meth of his passenger, 31-year-old Ashley Cecilia Castaneda. Wang scales were also found in her purse. Oh, these motherfuckers were like hardcore drug suspects. Yeah, very lit. That's right. So they said as officers transported Castaneda to jail, she told the cops that she had a, a handgun hidden in her vagina. A cavity search performed on the suspect by a female officer revealed a 22 caliber Smith and Wesson semi-automatic handgun exactly where Castaneda said it would be police said the gun was loaded with a round chambered this bitch was ready to rock my thing is were you wearing panties or like you you were just gonna like slide the panties off to the side and just say i'm gonna whip this shit out and bust a cap in your ass that's what i want to know waco police state uh stressed the incident while unusual could have easily turned quite serious they said this is an extremely dangerous situation for everyone involved. St. Um, Sergeant Patrick West uh, Watson told the Herald, depending on the muddle, the number of factors, that gun could have gone off by bodily movement or compression of the trigger. That is true. Um, my thing is, I understand that you might like things up your hoo-ha and all that, lady, but that's a powerful-ass vagina that that shit did not, like maybe feel uncomfortable how much lube did you put in your pussy to make this loaded gun you know how people say like oh that's a hot gun like that is a loaded weapon your shit you could have blown your own vagina off jesus christ i love my clit i'm sorry i'm not doing it they remain in mclennan county jail so if you know these people um they are in on for bail for uh, thirty-one thousand dollars and ten thousand ball thousand uh, dollar bonds, respectively. So that in total, if you got forty-one thousand dollars and you're not sending some kid to college, um, go ahead, save these motherfuckers. My thing is loaded weapon. That's a hell of a vagina. Like I wonder if maybe this couple. I feel like they're a couple. So did Gabriel maybe go inside of? Um, Ashley and and realized that her vagina was like the black hole and just go <laughs> just <laughs> seriously can you imagine yeah it did turn into a pistol I know for a fact she fine a cop hit a stop sign locking her <laughs> but for real it's crazy it's crazy here's another one talking about crazy police patrol an Alaskan wife steals police car holding her husband. So in Anchorage, oh my God, Sarah Palin, a woman suspected of stealing an Alaskan state trooper's patrol car that held her handcuffed husband in the backseat was arrested on suspicion of theft and other charges. Troopers acted on a tip, found Amber Watford, age 28, of Big Lake and Josh Watford, age 38, oh, a 10-year difference, very cute, at a home in uh, Wasilla, on thursday last week 
An officer had arrested Josh Wasford on Wednesday after receiving a tape that he was in a big lake pawn shop. He had been convicted of driving under the influence, but it had failed to attend court-ordered classes, said the troopers. After Watford had been placed in the back of the patrol car, a passerby, a passing motorist stopped and began speaking to the arresting officer. While the officer was distracted, troopers said that Amber Watford got behind the wheel of the patrol car and, and took off. First of all, this is hilarious. And of course, my boy Ether is batting right now at the top of the seven. Two to one. Angels are in the lead. Fuck you guys. Um, that's a ride or die chick. That is a down chick right there. Okay? No, you can't take my baby. You can't take my daddy. Don't take my baby, daddy. They said, um, after a tip came in last Thursday, they were able to find him after they were, um, stopped for several hours. A tip came in last Thursday. The Watfords were both arrested on suspicion of auto theft and other charges, including hindering prosecution and criminal mischief. They have bail, a bail set at $20,000, and the woman is never, is not in custody anymore. This is crazy. Yeah, she, you better have a hell of a pussy or a hell of a dick for me to, like, break out of jail. I feel like this is straight up a scenario out of uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Um, it, it's in a level where you have to literally, um, a wife is getting arrested for stealing some jewelry and you as the husband have to steal the cop car and safely take her home or to a safe zone in the back of a cop car. That's ride or die. Here's another thing. An SC teen steals bondage gear. A teen in South Carolina might be tied up in court after being accused of stealing bondage. Oh God. She went to Spencer's. Jesus Christ. This 19 year old Taylor Ottoman age 19 of Chesney, South Carolina, was approaching the uh, the bondage section and put something in her purse um, just yesterday, actually. The um, the item was the fantasy bed stretcher. It's a piece of shit. $40 worth down the drain. Doesn't fucking work. It fucking broke on my bed. Um, that turns any bed into a rack suitable for Dungeons of Pleasure. Don't buy that shit. Go to the pleasure chest. Go to um, goodvibes.com. Go to adamandeve.com. That's some bullshit. You were going to try to steal a $40 restraint from from Spencer's. Get the fuck out of here. The employee detained her and called the police. The report didn't mention that whether or not the employee used any of the restraint devices sold in bondage to keep the subject. I hope she did. According to the police report, Ahmedton told the police she had stolen $84 of panties from a nearby Victoria's Secret, and the officers took her to return the underwear in the lingerie shore. She was also taken to Spartanburg County Jail, where she was burked on two accounts of shoplifting for less than $2,000 and was released this morning. Bitch, it is not that serious. You stole some damn panties. Let me just tell you about this, about Victoria's Secret panties. Victoria's Secret bras do not last that long. Okay, women, we need to stop buying $72 bras that are only going to last us for like three or four months. Because I know us. Women, we get lazy. We don't like to wash our bras. We don't like to wash our bras every day. What the fuck? And who got a kind of money, unless if you're like on a wish list and shit, who got that type of money to be buying like 50 pairs of bras for each day of the week? That's some bullshit. Can you imagine if we bought $30, 30 bras for 30 days from Victoria's Secret? Do you know that's going to come out to be at least like two grand? Because we're not buying this high quality shit for nothing. 
let me tell you, the bra I'm wearing right now, even though I didn't adjust it right tonight, is from Target. I like my Target panties. I like my Target, um, I'm not wearing any panties half of the time, but I like my Target bra and panties. That's some bullshit. And then you're going to steal a $40 restraint kit? Bitch, please. That shit ain't working. Should have listened to Sapphire's Airplay first. I could have told you where to go. What the fuck? Here's another one. Ladies, can we stop offering oral sex to police officers? Because apparently in Florida, it's just going off the bat. One girl got a DUI the last time and solicited. Um, oh, no, she said she couldn't pay for her, her drive-in meal, so she offered sex. Well, this woman is offering oral sex to drop a DUI drug charge. Of course, this is in Florida. So Ariel Engert, age 24, was drunk when she was pulled over at 2.48 in the morning on Monday in uh, Pinellas County. I've never been there, and I won't go there any soon. According to police reports obtained by the smoking gun, police say that she failed a series, not even just one, but a series of sobriety tests. To, be, to avoid being arrested, she allegedly uh, offered to perform oral sex on, Brian, on Deputy Brian Subnick, if he looked the other way, the deputy declined and she was reported, she was transported to Benelis County Jail. There, two more officers searched her and found a bag of cocaine in the bra and a bag of weed in her purse. Oh, bitch, you done. According to the New York Daily News, once again, Ankert allegedly offered to offer more sex for freedom with deputies Abed Munoz and Eric Biddle. Instead, they charged her with drug possession, driving under the influence, introducing contraband into a detect, uh, detention facility, and three counts of bribery. Her blood alcohol level was allegedly twice the legal limit. Holy fucking shit. Um, she's had um, prior drunk dri driving charges on her rap sheet and immediately posted bail $5,000, $5,150 worth of bonds and was released. Jesus Christ. Um, and here's the funny thing, everybody. She was a, um, a, a Floridian student at University of Florida and was a philosophy student. Bitch, you need to go back to uh, philosophy. I need to call my Nana. I need to ask my Nana, what kind of water are we drinking now in Florida that causes people not only to masturbate on highways, offer sex to police officers, have sex in, in crocodile-infested waters, I just don't understand. My nana is so normal, though, too. Dicked under intoxication. That's right. Well, she didn't get any dick. Nobody wanted her JJ. And the funny thing is, the, the chick is hot. I saw her mugshot. She's not bad looking. It's just the fact that... How did she, like... She probably did this. Officer, please. I'll suck your dick. It will be worth it. Your, your wife probably doesn't even suck your cock. Oh, my God. Oh, officer, please. Let me suck your dick. She's trying to get her interracial swerve on because Munoz, that's got to be Hispanic. Biddle, that's a white man. Um, What's the other guy? What's the other? Mm hmm. Subnick, he could be some kind of bu country bumpkin. I don't know, since we are talking about interracial dating. All right, that's it for the um <laughs> for the day, sex, and confused news. But what's on my Sapphire's ear playlist? Now y'all know I'm a big Prince fan. I love me some Prince. <laughs> you know I love Prince. So um Prince did a little sneaky thing, and he um released an album exclusively on um. 
Jay-Z's like defunctional music site. I can't think of the name, but it's called Hit and Run. And let me tell you, your girl copped a, a piece of it and shit's good. Hit and Run. It's a part one album. So that means part two is surely going to come at the end of the year. Um, you definitely have to check it out. Lots of hits on there. Um, Rita Ora does a couple of co- uh, does a collaboration with Prince. Um, who else is on it? Judith Hill. Um, Curly Fries, Liana Lajavis. Um, it, it's great. It's a great album. Um, also, like I said, Princess Naya, get the royalty EP. It's about five songs deep. So it's really good if you like the female R&B hip hop. Um, who else did I get this week? There's so many musicians that I didn't get to say last week. Oh, my boy, Caskey. He's a great white. Oh, yes, it was real good on title. Yeah, you can go get it now. It's out on the Internet. Hell, Commander Crowbot, I can give it to you if you want. I, I'm at legally allowed to give it to you. Um, Caskey released Black Sheep. I for sure say um, check out the song Never Slow Down. That's a great song. Um yeah, I've just been on a huge music tip. Oh, and also check out um, Rick Ross's Black Dollar album. It's actually really insightful. It talks about the um, Great Depression and shit like that on the black market and all that. So it's great. It's a great album. <laughs> Hail Cobra. Uh, James, baby, text that that email to me, baby. Text that email because I won't be able to look back on it. Um, all right. So last but not least, let's talk about some more interracial fun to close out the episode. These are the struggles that interracial couples can understand. All right, baby, here we go. Um, first struggle that you can um, admit to facing. When you first start dating a person, each other's race is anyone's fair game to talk about. I remember when my friends, I, I mean, I didn't have a lot of black friends growing up. My cousins, they were, you know, black and stuff like that. And the only time I really interacted with a lot of black people growing up was um, in track and field and then later on. Um, in college and a lot of my black friends would tell me like man why are you only fucking white dick and I'm like because the black guys don't like me and it was it was true the black guys you know there was one guy that fucked me and I didn't like him and I kind of embarrassed his ass and then after that it kind of put a stigmatism on my sex life in the black dating world but you know races are always going to talk about and I think that's the biggest trouble is the fact that even if you're friends with a person that's in an interracial dating relationship, you're going to have to deal with the consequences of people are going to talk mad shit about it. They're going to be like, man, this girl stays like fucking these white boys. Like, why don't she fuck some niggas? Like, this is all I hear all day. Why don't you fuck some niggas? Get some nigga dick. Like, do this. Do that. And I don't, I really don't throw away that N-word around, but that that's really what people say all the time. Um, another thing, people say um, weird sexual things as if your relationship was just a fetish. Like I said, I have been fetishized way too much. Um, like, remember the spandex guy? He was like, I've never been with a black chick, and I love seeing black girls in spandex. And I don't like that. I don't like being your fetish. Either you like me for me, or just don't fuck me at all. It, it's disgusting. I, I can't stand it when you tell me, oh, it's been my dream. I'm not a fucking conquest. I'm a person, too. Like, what if I turned around and said to you, oh, my God, it's been my life mission to fuck a Mexican guy. I've never had sex with a Mexican. I've never had sex with a Filipino guy. Like, all the Asian guys I've seen, they have really small cocks, and I heard they don't do shit. Like, really? No one wants to be fetishized. And if you do, it's fine. That's fine. But seriously, it's just not cute. It's not fucking cute. Um... Yeah, there is this thing, and this is all um, from your tango.com, and I agree with them. People assume that we're not dating. 
either and this has happened both ways i've been you know i i go out with a lot of my guy friends especially to the strip club and i have come across where girls or guys even assume that this is just my friend and not like my boyfriend and i'm flattered that's awesome but what makes you think that we can't date that's the first conclusion and i might not be dating them but they might say like oh so i thought this was like your boyfriend but now i can tell you guys are friends i hate that shit or worse yet, people say, you know your kids are going to be, like, mixed. And how are you going to raise mixed children? Go fuck yourself. My child's going to be fine. I don't know about your kids, but my kids are going to be fine. Or they pronounce things differently. Um, or they call you by different ha- names. Like, they say, no, honey, it's not dread lights. It's like, my dread is it's awful. Or, like, if I say... I always have a thing like I always say, oh, my God, I'm so ashy. And like when the white guys first meet me, they're like, you use lotion. I'm like, yeah, because it doesn't show well on my skin if I just go out looking ashy. They're like, well, what the fuck is ashy mean? I'm like, that's when my skin starts breaking and it leaves little white tread marks. It's not cute. It looks like I, I took a shower in fucking like a fireplace. It's not cute. I like to, to keep my skin moisturized or like guys. Please stop asking me if you can touch my hair during sex. (laughs) Yeah. Like, seriously, men, stop. Like, please stop asking to touch my hair. It's okay to touch my hair. Yes, I know as a black female, we have that stigmatism, like, don't touch a black girl's hair. My thing is, fuck you. You could touch my hair. Grab my hair. I got short hair. If you'd like to grab short hair, I'll tell you when to stop. You'll hear me. Trust me. I'll tell you when to stop. But I don't like that shit. Here's another thing. Um, don't use my relationship as saying, oh my God, this is so going to end racism. Can I tell you this? So when I was dating my ex, why did they call us Jay-Z and Beyonce? First of all, I don't look like Jay-Z. I don't know who Beyonce was out of the group either. But like, yes, we were a power couple at the time. She was studying law school. I was in radio. But like, seriously, Jay-Z and Beyonce... Why couldn't you just say, oh, my God, you're such a power couple. It's so beautiful. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. Um, People think I'm self-hating and assume that I just have something wrong against dating someone of the same race. No, it's just the fact that you were good. We have sexual chemistry. We got along. You got your shit together. And you just so happened to be blah, blah, blah. That's it. I have nothing against any man, any woman. I don't care what you are. Just have your shit together and maybe we can fucking get this shit over with. Here's another one. If a, And I agree. Don't make any more guess who's coming to dinner or guess who references. Really? This is what it's like at the Sapphire parents' household if you come over for dinner. That's if you make it to the front door. My dad is a big, scary black man. You might think that my mom is white. Um, you'll think my grandmother is from England, which she's from Brooklyn and from Barbados and the rest of my family, you might say, Oh my God, are these just really close friends at the end of the day? That's my family. And my family is my biggest critic. My friends don't even count in my fucking, they don't count in my dating preferences. What matters is that at the end of the day, if my family likes you, that's it. So not once have I heard any of my family members ever say, why don't you date a black man? Why don't you date um, a girl, uh, a nice Jewish girl? And I'm so glad. And I have Jewish family members and 
it's like, oh, shit, well, who are you going to invite for, you know, whatever? It's awesome. So at the end of the day, I think it's just like, if you want to interracially date, know that, yes, there's going to be stigmatisms, but at the same time, just go do you. Focus on you. Have that good, wild, raunchy, jungle, animalistic sex. Put on jungle fever and fuck each other's brains out, okay? She got jungle fever. I got jungle fever. I'm just kidding. Last but not least, if you're trying to be, you know, in the dating world, here's some top 10. Here's some top five interracial dating sites. Interracial Match. Um, it's one of the best facilities to date without a doubt. It has a large client base, offers many facilities to clients for 24 hours. And with 13 years of experience and thousands of satisfied clients, it's worth signing up. Check out Mixspark, um, Interracial Cupid, Interracial Dating Central, and White Women, Black Men. Or you can just be simple and just go on Tinder. If you just want to fuck somebody for the night and have some interracial sex, go on Tinder. Just saying. Here are my final thoughts, though. Stop saying this to people in interracial dating relationships. Oh my God, so like, what are you going to do when you have kids and you have to deal with the hair? Um, I'm going to take her to a hair salon. Um, I don't know how to braid, but yeah, I'm going to take her to a hair salon. Maybe? Let her wear a natural? What the fuck? Here's another thing. Um, stop this shit. I know I've made jokes about snow bunnies and shit. But, like, oh, my God, like, do you like dipping in the chocolate or do you like to double dip? If another bitch asks me that, I'm going to fucking rip my eyelids out. Here's another one. Oh, it looks like you have daddy issues. So I have da daddy issues because I'm dating a black man. Well, my daddy's black. Or I'm having dad. I'm sorry. I'm date I have daddy issues because I'm dating a white man. First of all, my dad I model every man after him. Any man who has ever come close to be like, I think we can start dating and be serious. Um, I've modeled every man that I've ever fallen for after my father, um, except for the people that I'm trying to fuck. Like, for instance, Squints reminds me of my father because he loves cars. My dad loves cars and my dad loves technology. And Squints just so happens to have a child and he loves his daughter is his life and my dad and I we have that relationship where I am his life um but seriously and even with the women that I date I model them after my mother I didn't realize that until after the relationship I was in but I've noticed the guys that I date are gravitated more of my father and the women that I date are more of my mother so yeah you, I, I have a great father. I have a great relationship with my parents. I don't have daddy issues for dating outside my race. Because you meet my parents and they're not going to give a shit if you're whatever race. The, matter, the fact of the matter is as long as you support what I do and love what I do and that's it. And, you know, then they realize, oh my God, our daughter is probably having sex. And, um, fuck, you might be fucking my daughter. Then I have to kill you. That's the only thing they're going to be judgmental on. Um, here's another thing. If I hear another motherfucker say, oh, my God, so, like, when you meet the parents, are you guys going to go out for, like, chicken and waffles? Or are you going to go and have, like, a normal, like, chicken, green bean, and, like, I don't know, like a side dish? Doesn't matter. My parents are meeting somebody. 
I'm eating their parents. I, I don't give a fuck. You put apple pie on the damn table and I'm going to fucking eat it. You can just have fucking Russian meals and I don't give a fuck. I'll take it. I got to be in a Russian Jewish wedding next year because my cousin. Okay? And I'm excited. I don't know how the fuck this is going to happen, but we're going to make it happen. Um, Stop asking me if I've dated white people in the past or is this my first relationship outside of my relation uh, outside of my comfort zone what matters is, is that i'm fucking somebody they like me and that's it point said that's it and that's why i love my family and if you're ever lucky if you're close friends you guys would love my family too because we're just a mixed mixed crowd i might have to periscope during one of our family things if they ever let me um it's just amazing. I have a beautiful family. I love my family. I love how racially diverse and sexually diverse we are. It's just, I love that love. I don't know. I love being able to know that my family is going to support me in any relationship that I'm going to be in. I think the hardest hurdle was, of course, when I turned bisexual, and not turned bisexual, but came open about being bisexual. I like it. Mixed bag of nuts. That's right, baby. All right, everybody. Well, that's it for this week. Um, we're going to have a good time next week. Um, I think I am going to do the penis episode. And speaking of penis, I wish I had squints here right now because now I want some penis. I'm just going to go masturbate myself to an oblivion and enjoy the rest of my drunken night. Um, be sure to follow me at Misfits Podcast um, on iTunes, on Podomatic, and of course, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. I love you guys. I love you guys so much. And um, be sure to check out everything that I do. If you're not following me on social media or you see some random chick, that probably ain't me. All right? And if you see me on Tinder, swipe right if you're never in L.A. I love you guys and have a good night. Safe sex is the best hot sex. Cheers to you. Here's to another great episode. I'll catch you guys next Wednesday. Good night. Thanks for listening. If you sexy motherfuckers can't get enough, be sure to subscribe to Sapphire's Airplay on iTunes and Podomatic.